welcome to the Brand Market Flourish podcast. I'm your host, Louise Rowland. I'm a brand and marketing strategist and designer and the owner of Fleer Online. Here on the Brand Market Flourish podcast, I'll bring you actionable tips and advice on all things branding, marketing and business so you can build your own flourishing online brand. Using my 15 plus years experience in marketing, coupled with my passion for building brands online, my mission is to help and support as many female online business owners as possible in building a brand that stands out and looks out. I know you're destined for greatness and I want to be the one to help you achieve it. Imagine how it would feel waking up every day with a clear vision for your business. Amazing, right? So sit back, grab a cup of tea or a gin if you prefer and get ready to take notes. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of the Brand Market Flourish podcast. I hope you are having a great week. At the time of recording this episode, the sun is shining and the kids have just gone back to school after two weeks off. I am so excited to be back in the office for a full work week. Don't get me wrong, I love spending time with my children, but they have been at home a lot this past year, what with the pandemic and the schools have closed twice, I think. Um, so they've been home a lot and we've been juggling homeschooling and running a business. So they've been back like they were back like three weeks, three and a half weeks before they were then off for two weeks um, for the Easter holidays. So I am very excited to be back working and back in my routine because I absolutely love a routine during the week. And as much as I've enjoyed not rushing around so much in the mornings, I'm happy to have our routine back anyway enough about me, enough about the children. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about a topic that I think is relevant for so many of us entrepreneurs. That topic is how to stay motivated so you can reach your goals. As a business owner, setting goals is so important. Setting goals for your business gives you direction and helps to provide motivation to keep moving forwards. Setting goals also helps to keep you accountable and so that you can measure the progress that you've made. But writing down your goals is the easy part. The hard part is staying motivated in order to achieve them. Motivation is the driving force behind you reaching your goals. Staying motivated is easier said than done. Making changes in your life and business requires persistence and many of us will find it hard to stay motivated. If you're fed up of writing down your goals and not achieving them, then listen on because this episode is just for you. So there's eight steps I'm going to be talking you through that will hopefully help you to find that motivation and to help you reach your goals. The first one is knowing your why. You'll find that I talk about this a lot throughout my episodes and and that's because knowing your why is one of the most important things that you can do in business. So one key factor in self-motivation is really knowing the why behind what you're trying to accomplish. When you can truly connect the why behind your goal, you'll find it so much easier to stay motivated. I want to give some examples. The first one is a non-business example. Going to the gym. Simply going to the gym because it feels like something you should be doing means it's unlikely that you're going to keep it up. If you're going to the gym just because your friends are doing it or it's January and it's the start of a new year and there's no real reason that you kind of want to go to the gym, but you're not going to be motivated to keep moving forwards. However, if you go to the gym because you want to feel fitter and you want to feel healthier and perhaps fit back into those genes that you love, you're going to be motivated and are therefore more likely to stick to it because you have a why and a reason 
for wanting to go to the gym. And the same goes for business goals. If you want to hit six figures, and I use six figures because there's so much talk in our industry about hitting six figures. And I see that hitting six figures as a marker for success um, with so many people. And I'm going to do a whole other topic. Like that's a topic for another episode. Um, But yeah, if you want to hit six figures, just because everyone else seems to be doing it, and it feels like something that you should be doing too, then that isn't enough. Hitting six figures just because everyone else is doing so and because you feel that that's what's going to make you successful because everyone else is hitting six figures, that isn't going to be enough to keep you motivated. It isn't going to be enough to keep you driving forwards. There's nothing pushing you forwards. However, if you want to hit six figures because you know that it will provide a better lifestyle for you and your family or you want to pay off debts or buy your dream house, then that right there is the motivation to keep you moving in the right direction. Can you see how having a reason behind each of your goals can drive you to keep going? I want you to make a list of the reasons why you want to accomplish your goal and then keep revisiting it when times get tough. Better still, write them down frequently. So write your goals down frequently. Write your list of why you want to accomplish your goal, your list of reasons as to why you want to accomplish your goal. Write it down frequently, which leads me nicely onto my next point. Point two, begin journaling if you don't already. Journaling is something that I've known about for a long time, but it's not something I've ever really done myself until very recently. And I can already see how powerful it's going to be for me. I know the power of writing down goals and I know the power of writing them down on paper as opposed to on the computer. But that's where it ended for me, really. However, since discovering journaling, I know that this is going to help me to move forwards and to help me untangle my messy thoughts and to help me keep striving to achieve my goals. Journaling isn't going to be the only thing that helps me do that, but it's going to help the process of staying motivated. The feeling that I get from setting time in my day and really focusing on certain areas of my life and business is amazing. Like just setting down like 15 minutes at the start of my day to just write down my thoughts really helps to set me up for the day and to clear my mind of everything going on. Um, It just really helps to kind of just give me that clarity and just give me that clearance I need to then start my day off on the right foot. I'm not an expert in journaling yet. But I use the free writing method, which is where I write down my thoughts without really thinking about them or without really correcting myself. I also go back to my why regularly when I'm writing and I write down my goals weekly to keep them at the forefront of my mind. So step two is to begin journaling. Step three is don't let money be your sole motivator. Income goals are a great thing to set in your business and I fully encourage you to set income goals but it's important that it's not your sole motivator. It's easy to think that money alone is going to be enough to motivate you, but after time you'll realize that it's really not. No matter how much money a particular offer is bringing in, if you don't enjoy doing it, you're going to start resenting it. It happened to me when I was doing brand and website design. If you've listened to my story in episode one, or if you followed me for a while, you'll know that I started Flare Online, which back then was Flare Creative, as a brand identity and web design studio. I absolutely loved doing custom design for the first few years of my business. But then, to be completely honest with you, I started noticing that I was enjoying it less and less. 
I didn't like being tied to deadlines so strictly within a project. I didn't like it. If I didn't feel creative, I had a deadline coming up. I needed to push through that creative block anyway. It just wasn't for me. So it wasn't long after I had my biggest month in business. So I'd gone full time. I think it was my fir- within my first year of going full time. So I was running my business for a year alongside my full time job. And then I go, like I said, I go into this more in episode one in my story. Um, so I won't recap it now. But I was very redundant when I was eight weeks pregnant with my daughter. So I had no choice really but to go full time in the business. And that's after about one year of running the business alongside my full time job. So within that year, I had my biggest month in business. And that was almost three times my monthly salary in my corporate job as a marketing manager. And it was shortly after that that I decided to transition away from doing custom design. Now, I knew it meant taking a pay cut in the short term, but for me, it was worth it. My business was still bringing in enough money to pay the bills and I was able to still have money to enjoy life outside of work. So whilst I may have had to cut back on a few luxuries for a while, the return on knowing that I was going to be back to enjoying what I do again far outweighed the money I brought in. And that's the reason why we have our business. Like We have our business so we can have freedom. We don't have a business so we can be tied to our desks doing something that we don't love all day, every day. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that it's very difficult to sustain motivation if your only goal is financial and if what you're doing doesn't align with your passion and your mission for your life and your business. Because after all, money follows passion. Number four is to simplify your goals. The easiest way to lose motivation in reaching your goals is to try and achieve too many things at once. When you have multiple large goals that you want to reach, your attention becomes split and you can lose focus. By simplifying your goals, it will help to avoid overwhelm and you can create space so that you can focus all of your energy and do everything you can to make your goals happen. So rather than trying to do too many things at once, narrow it down, focus on one or two or three maximum. I say to my clients, like do no more than like three big things in a year. You can do smaller things, but if they're really big projects and really big goals, then no more than three because anything more than that is just going to feel overwhelming and then you're not going to be able to do any of it properly unless you have a really big support team behind you. Number five is to visualize the results. Now, I'm not an overly spiritual person, but visualization is a powerful tool for achieving our goals. Similar to journaling, this is also something that I've started doing recently, but I can already see the power in visualization. Visualizing the end goal and how you will feel when you've achieved it is so powerful and it's a great motivator to keep you striving forwards. I've heard, I think I read it somewhere, that athletes visualize their performance before a big event right down to the smell of sweat dripping down their face as they cross the finish line. Sounds lovely, right? But by visualizing things down to such a fine detail, you stimulate your subconscious, which helps your mind to stay motivated. So really look and work on visualizing your goals and visualizing how you're going to be feeling when you reach that goal. Number six is to break down your goals into smaller steps and reward yourself for each milestone. Looking at this big goal that you have set for yourself can feel overwhelming. Like writing down this goal, like whatever that goal is, 
if you're writing down a really big goal, then it can feel really overwhelming. And 99% of the time, your goals are going to have smaller steps that live within it. So I recommend that you break your big goal down into smaller, more manageable steps. This way, you can easily see the steps that you need to take and you can track the progress that you've made along the way. Every task that you complete brings you closer to the ultimate goal and acknowledging this always feels good. Along with breaking down your goals, you should also reward yourself for each milestone. So instead of focusing only on your one big goal and celebrating it when you achieve that goal, celebrate each step that moves you towards it. When you're breaking down your goals into smaller milestones and smaller steps, set rewards at certain points. These rewards are going to help spur you on and keep you moving forwards. Rewards don't always need to be big things. One thing that I love to do to reward myself that doesn't cost anything is treating myself to a daytime bath during the workday. So when the kids are at school and my husband's at work, I love to treat myself to a daytime bath as a reward. As a mum of two, daytime baths are a luxury for me. So this is what I tend to use as like a small reward. It doesn't cost anything, but it's a real luxury and it makes me feel good. And it helps me to celebrate those milestones and to celebrate those steps. For slightly bigger milestones, I might treat myself to a new bottle of gin or I might buy myself something nice or go out for lunch with a friend. It doesn't have to be huge things, just little things, just to spur you on and to keep you moving forwards. Because the more that you reward yourself for the progress that you're making, no matter how big or small, the more motivated you will feel about progressing towards the next milestone. Number seven is to find a support system. It can be really lonely being an online business owner, just us sitting at our desks all by ourselves. Sounds quite sad, really, doesn't it? No matter how much you love your own company and are perfectly happy working by yourself, you still need a support system around you. Support systems exist in many forms. One way is by having a supportive family and friends around you. I'm really lucky in that my husband is extremely supportive, as is my mum and my in-laws. Like No one has ever questioned why I'm doing this or why I don't have a proper, in inverted commas, job. Um, No one's ever done that. No one close to me has ever, ever done that to me. In fact, I don't think anyone's done that to me. But I know that it does happen to some people. Um, And also two of my closest friends also have their own businesses. So it's really great that I have them there for support and they have me for support too because we understand like what we're all going through. However, I know that it's not always possible for everyone and it's also not always enough just having supportive family and friends. Like having supportive family and friends is amazing and we should never underestimate the power of that. But seeking out an accountability partner or an accountability group, you have a person or a group of people all with the same outcome in mind and that is to achieve an end goal. It doesn't matter if that end goal is different to yours, but the power of community and not going it alone should never be underestimated in business. Many people have accountability partners or groups that are free, and if that is working for you, then great. I personally find, though, that when I pay for something, I'm more likely to use it, and this is why I love having a one-to-one coach or being part of a community, a paid community, such as a group program or a mastermind. My clients often say to me that the accountability that they receive through working with me either one-to-one or as part of a group is worth the price on its own. 
So let alone the learning and the support that they get when they work with me and the support that they receive along the way. Having that accountability really helps them to keep moving forward and stay motivated and just having someone there to speak to when you're feeling a bit down on things and things are feeling a bit tough, just having someone there who gets it is really, really important. So number eight is don't be afraid to hire help. Similar to that of above, as well as having a support system, you should also look to hire help where possible and if needed. After you've written out your goals and you've broken them down into smaller steps, you might see that you need to hire help with certain things. And if that's financially possible, then I would strongly recommend that you do. Hiring help can move you towards your goals faster because after all, it takes a village. So there we have it. Eight tips to help you stay motivated to reach your goals. Before I go, I want to quickly talk about the one goal that I've achieved recently, and that is launching this podcast. Launching a podcast has been on my goals list for about two years, but it hasn't happened until last week, in fact. At the start of each year, I'd write, launch a podcast on my list of things I wanted to achieve, and then the year would pass without it happening. But this year, I wrote it down and I've made it happen. It's finally here. You see, simply writing down what you want to achieve isn't enough. You can't expect to write down your biggest desires and then just expect them to come to fruition. You have to do the work. So what changed for me? Well, this year, after writing it down, I then made a plan as to how it was going to happen and when. I also went back to why I wanted to start a podcast because if I'm being completely honest, When I first decided to launch a podcast two years ago, it was because everyone else was doing it. Like everyone and their mum was launching a podcast. But now my why for launching a podcast has changed. It's not because everyone else is doing it. It's because I want to do it. It's because I absolutely love listening to podcasts myself. It's my favorite free way to learn in business. And I also love hearing other people's stories about how they built their business and how they're growing their businesses. And I want to use podcasting as a medium to share my knowledge with you and to help you build a flourishing online brand. I really hope you've enjoyed this episode and you've managed to take away some key points that you can go and implement in your own business so that you can be well on your way to achieving those big goals. To recap, here are eight ways that you can stay motivated in reaching your goals. Number one, know your why. Why do you want to reach these goals? Number two, begin journaling if you don't already. Use the free writing technique to journal down your thoughts. Number three, don't let money be your sole motivator. Having an income goal is great, but it can't be the only thing that motivates you. Number four, simplify your goals. Rather than focusing on too many things at once, focus on no more than three things in a year and really work on achieving those goals. Number five, visualize the results. So visualize how you will feel and how it will feel when you've actually achieved your goal. Number six is to break down your goals into smaller steps and reward yourself for each milestone. So having those big goals can feel really overwhelming. So by breaking them down into smaller steps and rewarding yourself for achieving those steps, it can really help to keep you motivated and to keep you moving forwards. Number seven is to find a support system. Find an accountability partner or an accountability group or work with someone one-to-one, whether it's free or paid. Find someone to help you and to support you. 
Number eight is don't be afraid to hire help. If you can afford to hire help and if you need to hire help for certain aspects of those smaller steps into reaching your goals, then I would 100% recommend that you do so. After all, you will get there a lot lot faster if you hire help in your business. And remember, change doesn't happen overnight, but every step forward that you take is progress. If you're looking for someone to support you and help keep you accountable in building and growing your brand and marketing your business, then I would love for you to send me a DM on Instagram at flowyouronline to see how we could potentially work together to help you. Accountability is a strong base for all of my programs from my monthly membership, the Blooming Brand Academy, through to my mastermind launching later on this year, through to my one-to-one brand and marketing coaching. No matter what stage you're at in business, there's going to be something for you. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I'll be back next Wednesday with a brand new episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Brand Market Flourish podcast. I'm so happy that you joined me. If you've enjoyed this episode, then I would love for you to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. I would also appreciate it so much if you would share it with a friend, shout about it on social media, or leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. I love hearing from listeners to the podcast, so do say hi over on Instagram at Fluya Online. Thanks again. I'll be back next week with a brand new episode.